This is the Mitch Album Show on News Talk 760 WJR. For the past two weeks, you've been reading about a bad brag. Today, I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. That was the uh, voice of Lou Gehrig in the famous speech that he gave at uh, Yankee Stadium uh, when he had been diagnosed with what would ultimately become known as Lou Gehrig's disease, amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, also known as ALS. We just heard the news that Major League Baseball has agreed to hold an annual day, a sport-wide Lou Gehrig day, starting this season June 2nd, where all the teams will participate by wearing a jersey patch, uh, celebrating Lou Gehrig, and the logo for ALS will be displayed around stadiums. This is, as someone who obviously is, is very involved with ALS, and of course I wrote the book Tuesdays with Maury. Maury died from ALS. I even joked with him about the famous Lou Gehrig speech, and I said to him, you know, remember that? Yeah, today I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. And Maury said, well, I didn't say that. And many, many people Mm. who have ALS don't say that. But the fact that baseball has now uh, decided to make this day and from now on is directly a result of a couple of people out in the community, not baseball itself, who got the idea— and tried to persuade Major League Baseball to do it. One of those was singer and songwriter Brian Wayne Gallantine, who was diagnosed with ALS about three years ago, three or four years ago, and texted friends in the ALS community saying, you think it would be possible, maybe we could go to baseball and get them to do something with Lou Gehrig like they've done with Jackie Robinson. It has now come to pass, and while Brian Gallantine did not live long enough to see this day, it is in his honor uh, that uh, we welcome uh, his wife, Stacy Gallantine, to just talk about this. Stacy, a pleasure to have you on our program. Thank you so much, Mitch. I've, I'm so grateful to be here today. Tell us uh, when this started to become sort of, I don't even want to, passion maybe too weak a word, obsession maybe, uh, for, for, for Brian to get this thing happening. Yeah, it's funny because I use the word passion, but you know what? You're right. Obsession probably is more more the right word. Um, you know, and I, I said to someone yesterday that, you know, Brian's passion, I think growing up, a dream of his was to play baseball. He went, he played in college and then was injured. But he always said growing up, you know, he wanted to be a part of Major League Baseball. And, you know, then then comes ALS and this diagnosis and it became his purpose. Um, to bring awareness to ALS. And, and I shared, you know, this is something where you get to take your passion, and I think I'm going to change it to obsession now. I like that word better. <laughs> but you get to take your passion and marry it with now your purpose. And and he did. He absolutely did that. And, you know, he had this idea. Uh, you know, he just said, if gosh, we did it for Jackie Robinson, and, we've you know, we've done it for so many other people in different arenas. Why can we not figure this out for for Major League yeah. Baseball? And that's how, that's literally how it started. How much time did he spend, and how did he do it? Was he calling people? Because I know obviously, if he suffered from ALS, then you know you lose the ability uh, normally to talk. Your communication skills uh, become limited. How did he handle this obsession? You know, uh, with terms of the communication, as 
as the disease itself progressed? Yes. You know, early on, you know, last year in 2019, you know, he was still able to speak and, uh, you know, he had lost the ability to actually sing, um, but he could still speak. And a lot of those were phone calls. And then with COVID coming around the corner, you know, they turned into virtual meetings and he spent hours. I wish I, I wish I had the calculation of it, but it was from morning until night. This was what this was his job. This is what mm. he said. I'm, I'm going to finish this. and I'm going to see this through. And uh, I think you mentioned earlier, you know, um, unfortunately, uh, Brian lost his fight to ALS in October. And uh, but the week the the week that he passed, um, we got just some positive information and, and found out that this was very likely and that this was this was going to happen. And uh, so he he left this earth knowing um, that this day was going to come. Yeah. How, how uh, old was he when he was diagnosed? So he would have been 49 when he was diagnosed 49. and uh, he, he lived with it for four years, you know, mm-hmm. and, and we, we continuously said he was beating the odds because, you know, the, the lifespan expectancy right now is two to five years. And, right. uh, you know, we just kept saying every day was, was another gift because we've got friends who get six months sometimes and uh, right. he, he got to fight it for a long time. How long were you two married? 17 years. Wow. And, uh, and, you, ha- and you have kids? We do. We have two boys, 14 and 16, and uh, yeah, they, they played baseball for many years, and then we, they kind of split off. One went to football, one went to basketball, but uh, we definitely spent many hours looking through baseball cards and him you know, reminiscing about his time growing up and, and his obsession with baseball. Who did he root for when he was uh, younger? I hate to say this to the other 29 teams, but it was Orioles all day long. <laughs> <laughs> well, you won't hurt our feelings. We're in Detroit, so uh, we, you know, Detroit, they're not in our yeah, division. Yeah. We're okay. Yeah, yeah he grew up uh, in, outside of D.C., so the Orioles, that was his team. Yeah, and, and from what I understand, and having read the story, you know, you can't just go to baseball and ask them because baseball just doesn't do that. You know, the MLB, you've got to go to teams, and you've got to get the mm-hmm. teams involved. And uh, I understand that there was sort of a breakthrough. There's a couple other people involved as well. But, but uh, who was sort of the key team that said, yeah, we should do this, that started the ball rolling? Gosh, um, I don't know. That's a great question. I really don't know who would have been the initial because they really kind of divided and conquered on this. Um, mm-hmm. a, a gentleman named Chalk and Adam both have ALS connections and they were kind of the three, I say three amigos on this who, who just went out and just started any contacts they could come up with. And uh, Brian was in the music industry. And so, you know, he, he really started in that angle of anyone that he thought might have a connection through music. And I think they all, all really did that. They kind of just started with, with those connections and, and ended up, you know, pulling it all together uh, through many, many people, you know, that yeah. they're, they're all getting the credit for it. And Brian's getting a lot of, a lot of the credit for it, but honestly, it, it took a lot of people to make this happen. Pretty well, amazing. I see that Arizona, Boston, and Minnesota, their owners or team presidents uh, agreed to email all the rest of the baseball teams, and within minutes, apparently, the responses started mm-hmm. coming in, and they all said, yeah, why, why shouldn't we do this? And, uh, and finally, it came to pass. Is it, is it safe to say that, um, you know, I, I know so many people who have ALS, uh, uh, sadly, and, and mm-hmm. you know, when you can throw, when you can have a passion uh, to do something, sometimes it's, it's a good distraction 
from otherwise noticing, you know, all that you're losing. Did this become bigger and bigger for for him? I mean, did it, it in in the final years of his life? Did it give him something that may have even provided? I don't know if hope is too big a word, but you know, something positive to concentrate on uh, as and progress on, as opposed to just say, you know, woe is me. Yes, and and honestly, I mean, I, I think back, and it really was from day one, Mitch, that he. He just said, you know, we, he would always say this, we, we all have a terminal disease and that's called life. And it's, what are you going to do with the life you're given and the time you're given? Um, and he just said from day one, I'm going to make a difference. And originally um, that difference was through music and Brian, knowing that he was going to lose his voice, um, put together an album with the help of many, many very talented songwriters and, and musicians here in Nashville. And put together an album with his voice singing songs that he had written with others. And that was really what he, he was using to bring people together and, and focus on. And then the album was released in 2018. And, and I told him, I said, okay, you're going to have to learn how to knit or, or do another hobby because I'm going to need you to be busy. <laughs> and so <laughs> this, this really came, you know, this is really when that idea struck in 2019 and, and this became that that new tool to bring people together mm. and and bring awareness to ALS, and that what was you, his that was his goal. What do you think he would say uh, when the if you if you broke this news to him that hey, it happened and June second is going to forever be uh, a day in baseball thanks to your efforts? Oh my gosh! Um, first of all, he he just tears would be streaming. I mean, happy happy tears, but. Mm-hmm. You know, he he would say that this is the start. This is not this isn't the last that is going to come from this. That you know, this is just one way that awareness has to be you know out there and, and get people listening and figuring out you know what do we need to do um, to end this because yeah. we're losing friends every single day, yeah. and uh, you know we've we've got to figure this this disease out. Will you uh, and your kids be at a baseball stadium on June second? We will. Uh, Lord willing, uh, we will be at the Orioles game. Um, they're home that day. We've already checked on that, and uh, I would love to take the boys to the Orioles game that night. Well, I, uh, I think that would be extremely fitting, and uh, I, I'm so happy to hear that this happened. I'm so sad that your husband didn't get a chance to see it happen, but it is a great legacy, and I want to thank you for spending a little time with us and talking to us about it. Well, and thank you so much. And, you know, you, your name is actually a household name for us. So we've been we've been talking about you and Tuesdays with Maury so much through, you know, throughout this journey. And, you know, we just we're very appreciative of you uh, for putting that, those out and, and letting the world know about Maury's story as well. Well, I'm glad it could help. Uh, thank you. And uh, we'll look forward to June 2nd together. Appreciate your coming on. Stacey. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. Stacey Galantine there, uh, the wife of Brian Galantine. What a beautiful legacy. And uh, it's about time that they did that in baseball. I'm happy that they did.